Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, back by popular demand, my guest today is Vegan Michelle, and she's going to be making not only her favorite juice for healthy, beautiful, glowing skin, but she's going to also talk about the benefits of maybe doing a short, even a few day juice cleanse. And she has a wonderful offering in the current plant-based bundle where for a mere $50, you can get 35, actually over $3,500 worth of eBooks, courses, and more. Please welcome her to the show. It's nice to see you again. Hi, Chef AJ. Thanks for having me on. It's nice to be here, of course. And thank you guys for watching. Yeah, great. Well, so everybody wants beautiful glowing skin, I think. I, yeah, I, I think so too. I think that um, juicing is a fantastic way to to get internal hydration. So I'm going to share with you a recipe in a little bit, but I also want to just share some reasons why you might want to consider doing a three-day juice cleanse. If you've never done one before, it can kind of seem like the, the, the scary and you don't know if you're going to be able to make it. But I can tell you because it's a juice cleanse and it's not just a water fast, you're still consuming calories you're going to be okay. And, and, you know, the tip that I always give people, I ran a group juice cleanse back in August and people were concerned about this. Um, but the tip that I always give is that you got to drink enough juice, right? So that you feel hydrated so that you feel like you're not going to keel over because you won't, it's only three days. Um, <laughs> but no, drink I, I juice so that you feel satisfied. Go ahead. No, I did one for five days. You definitely won't keel over as long as you're drinking enough. I'm just curious. Um, what juicer do you prefer? Well, I, you know, there is like the all-star juicer that everybody talks about, which is the Nama, which I don't have, by the way, I have this cheapy, slow masticating juicer that I got on Amazon. It's called Knell. Um, It's about a hundred dollars. I bought this years ago, years and years and years ago. I thought when this dies, I'll get a Nama, but it's still kicking. It's still going strong. Um, and I really think if you're going to do a juice cleanse and you're going to spend the money to get organic produce that you can juice, then the best thing to do is to get a slow masticating juicer. And with a slow masticating juicer, it doesn't heat up like a, like a high speed juicer, a centrifugal juicer. So you're not losing as many nutrients. Um, with something like this, you can make your juices maybe 12 hours ahead of time. Fill them up in a jar, glass jar, fill them all the way up to the lid and then and then screw the top on and still retain a majority of the nutrients. So so masticating juicer is my go-to. But if you're on a budget and you have like a high-speed uh, juicer or a, a centrifugal juicer, use that. It's not the end of the world. I think it's important to not have all the tools when you start, just start. We can make ourselves have so many excuses as to why. Something needs to be perfect before we take our first step. But if you just take the first step, you'll figure it out. And if you need um, like a used juicer, great places to look would be like Craigslist or OfferUp, um, Facebook Marketplace, things like that, so that you can get a used piece of machinery and that you can just start, you know? Yeah, that's fantastic. I love that you, you know, and it, 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 people maybe should not invest in the juicer right away and instead invest in the good organic produce to make the juice until they're sure. Totally, totally. And I think one of the things that are the main objections to doing a short juice cleanse is that, well, where am I going to get my fiber? First of all, it's only three days, so you'll make it. You'll be okay. You will not be <laughs> deficient in fiber. Um, but juice, actually, although it extracts the fiber out of it, we need both insoluble and soluble fiber. And so you still are getting some form of fiber um, 
from the juices. Sorry, there is literally somebody at my door. Okay, they're going away. Um, <laughs> you're still getting certain fibers and uh, from like the pectins and uh, the mucilaginous, I always forget how that word goes, mucilage um, from the juices. And it's still very beneficial to the good bacteria in your gut. Um, but of course, obviously, I recommend eating a whole food plant-based diet where you're getting in tons of the organic water that's in the fruit and vegetables along with the fiber. And then with just a three-day juice cleanse, you're going to be fine without that mass amount of fiber. Nice. Do you recommend people just go by thirst or drink a particular number of juices per day? Yeah, it all depends on, of course, how tall you are. Um, how many calories you eat on a daily basis. I'd say for most people, particularly I work with women, um, for most women, anywhere between four and six liters of juice per day is enough. However, I was just working with a client going through a three-day juice cleanse and she's only five feet tall. So she was fine with three juices a day, um, like 32 ounce jars of juice a day. So it all depends. I think that if you're thirsty, if you're hungry, then absolutely juice. If you're getting some cravings and you're feeling like I'm gonna abandon this and I'm not gonna keep going, then yeah, drink some juice. Um, also still have water while you're doing a juice cleanse. The more hydration you can get going on the inside, the better. That's gonna help you get undigested material out of the large colon and just help you feel better overall. I think with a three-day juice cleanse, obviously it's not you know a miracle working situation or you're not gonna lose a hundred pounds in three days, but it's a fantastic way to start um, to kick off uh, the kickstart, a healthy, healthy diet. It's a great thing to do um, if you just need a break. Say you've been overindulging a bunch, like maybe as this holiday season starts to gear up, maybe you feel like, oh man, I really went to town uh, on Thanksgiving and then also on, you know, multiple parties or whatever. I need a reset. I think more than anything, three days can reset you mentally um, can help you become aware of what triggers you when it comes to uh, derailing your progress. If you're on a weight loss journey or a health journey, um, getting through that kind of moment of craving or triggering when maybe typically you would use food as a way to pacify or to um, uh, distract. You don't have that option when you're doing a three-day juice cleanse. And so it really just, I think more than anything, um, I've talked to you about this before, AJ, but I think more than anything, it's a mental shift. And I think it's a mental game when it comes to losing weight. And when it comes to health, there's always, of course, the the things that we need to do, the protocols we need to put in place, um, you know, on a practical level. But more than anything else, it's all about what's going on between your two ears. And this is a great way to reset. Yeah. You know, I mean, if people are worried about 30 days, they can watch a video on my channel with Jenny who did a juice fast or cleanse, whatever you'd like to call it for 266 days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And like these people who do these extended juice cleanses or fasts, um, they see remarkable differences happen in their health. Uh, when I ran that cleanse back in August, there was a woman who was going to be doing 300 days of juice and she decided to kickstart it off with the three days in a community setting. And I think that's so beautiful. Do you have to do 300 days? Do you have to do 260 days? Of course not. This is something that you could do seasonally if you want to reset, or it's just something you can try and see if you even like it. Um, juice is not the answer. What is the answer is getting out of the way and allowing your body to have a little bit more time to work on things other than digestion for repair, for healing. Um, 
obviously if you have, you know, a major health issue that you're trying to improve, then, you know, moving to something like a water fast would be, would be really beneficial, but this is a great way to reset. What are your thoughts on that? Cause I know yeah. you recently did a water fast. Yeah. Well, I did. I mean, I did. I mean, now a juice fast would be a piece of kale, you know, after oh, doing a yes. water fast. I mean, I used to say, Oh, juice fasting so hard. Well, I don't think so anymore. Do you mm -hmm. recommend it's that, that people have mostly vegetable based juices with a little fruit rather than just like, you know, drinking orange juice or apple juice all day? Yeah. I think if sugar is a concern for you, uh, or if you're, you're just concerned that it's just going to be way too much sugar, I think you should focus more on less sweet juices. Um, in the, the three day juice cleanse that it's included in the bundle, I have, um, one sweeter juice per day and then two more vegetable based juices per day, um, on each daily menu. And the sweeter juice to give you some energy and go about your day. So typically you're having that earlier in the day and then kind of ending the day, with a more grounding vegetable based juice. Um, I don't think because you're only drinking juice, uh, there's, there's nothing wrong with having a, maybe a little bit more fruit, but I don't think it's necessary that you have, you know, straight up orange juice, um, especially if you're worried about sugar and, and, and you're just worried about that hyperness that can come with it. Or if you're worried about weight loss, then sticking to more vegetable based or less sweet fruit juices is great. And, and the, actually the recipe I'm going to show you here, has um, has apples in it, but it has green apples, which are pretty low glycemic. Um, and so if you are concerned about that, that's why I chose this recipe for people who maybe don't want to do a three-day juice cleanse, but just want to have a new juice to put in their rotation, then you can have something that's not super duper sweet, but also isn't going to make you puke because it tastes so gross. Nice. Do you recommend that people make the juice right before they're drinking it? Or can they make it like maybe not days in advance, but hours in advance? Yeah, in a perfect world, it's best to do it right away. But I get it, like we all have responsibilities, jobs, kids, all that stuff. So what you could do if you wanted to say, okay, I'm going to commit to this, I'm gonna do it. You could absolutely make all of your juices in the morning. And then, like I said, fill it up to the very top of a glass jar, seal a lid on there really well. And you could have those last the whole time the whole day. And I recommend doing that anyway. So you don't have to keep cleaning your juicer because that's kind of becomes really old, really fast. Um, if you have a job where you start super early in the morning, you could do it the night before. That's still probably only 12 within that 12 to 24 hour period. You're going to be okay. Maybe by, if you did it the night before, maybe by the following dinner, it might taste not super duper fresh, but it's manageable if you have a busy day. So this can totally fit in with your schedule, with just a little bit of forethought and planning. Great. And what do you do with the leftover pulp? Yeah, people ask this all the time. Um, you can make crackers out of it. Uh, you can either, I, I don't have a recipe in the, the juice cleanse book, but you could totally just look up juice pulp crackers. You can do things like that. You can put them into like little burgers. You can put them if you have a dehydrator, you could dehydrate these, add some spices that you enjoy, or you could just do it on your lowest setting in the oven and make crackers or put them into like a a bean burger or, or some kind of veggie burger. Um, you can compost them. Um, yeah, that's typically what I do. Oh, another thing you could do is actually make like a homemade vegetable broth and you can use that as part of the vegetable broth. Any tips that you have? Well, that's what I was thinking um, is to make crackers was the first thing because I have a dehydrator. I don't really have a recipe, but that sounds pretty good. Some people have told me they actually give it to their pets. Yes, I've heard that too. Yeah, I'm sure they will benefit from it. That's neat. Great. Well, I love to see the recipe.
Okay, cool. Let's do it. So this is called, I call this recipe glow up because it is full of things that are going to help you. Um, obviously, if you only drink it one time, it's not going to do this, but over time or over a course of a three-day juice cleanse, it's going to give you that internal glow. And I really think that, you know, all of us can do with some more hydration and some more um, internal glow. So we have and let me just go here uh, down the line. I've got about a half a bunch of parsley. It can be curly parsley or Italian uh, parsley. Four leaves of kale. I've got one really long cucumber and four green apples and two um, lemons that have been peeled. I did have ginger, but I feel like it must have rolled away. So maybe like an inch of ginger and a couple handfuls of kale. And that's it. I mean, it's just a variation on a standard green juice. So if you like this, you can totally make it as is, or you can just make it your own. Um, so I will go ahead and juice that. And hopefully I'll be fairly quick. So we're not listening to juicing uh, for a long time. I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll tell you what, when the juicer is running, Zoom usually mutes you. So I'll just tell them who's going to be on the show next. Oh, that's perfect. Let me cut my apple. Okay, I'm going to go. You ready? Yep. There we go. Let's see if she gets. All right. So I will tell you guys upcoming show schedule. And by the way, the, the link to buy from Michelle is in the chat and in the show note. And today we have another show at 2 p.m., our regular show monthly on the third Tuesday of the month called Vinegar Spice and Everything Nice. That's with Thomas Allen from California Balsamic and Nick DeVorn from Local Spicery. They're going to be making some brand new recipes, including a chickpea tikka masala. Mm -hmm. That's a brand new blend from local spicery, uh, cranberry spice dressing, spaghetti squash, blazing sauce, and pumpkin bean soup. So I hope you'll come back and join us at two. And tomorrow our show is at 9 a.m. And we have Lori Marvis, and she's going to be talking about interventions to improve osteoporosis. Thursday, we have actually lots of shows on Thanksgiving. Chef AJ never takes a day off, apparently, starting at 9 a.m. with Dr. Rani Banik. She has a book that just came out, and she's actually a plant-based ophthalmologist, and a lot of questions have already been submitted in advance, as we do request when the guest is a doctor. Just go to chefaj.live, chefaj.com, sign up to be on my newsletter. Once a week, we send you the lineup, and then you can just respond to it with your short question say which doctor it's for. She's going to talk about if nutrition can improve your eyesight. And she's going to be making a recipe from her book. And then at 11 o'clock, we have Linda Tyler, who's going to show you how to repurpose all your Thanksgiving recipes like mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce. And she's making these delicious cranberry bars. And uh, oh, sorry, that's Friday. I messed up. 11 o'clock Thursday is Robert Cheek interviewing Dr. Daphne Bascom from the Vegan Gym. So that's the Friday show at 11. And at uh, nine o'clock on Saturday, we have Plentiful Kiki. So it's going to be a great week. And I hope you'll continue to watch. And thank you for watching. If you haven't subscribed, consider it. I don't really miss a lot of that or hit, hitting the like button. But of course, it's always appreciated when you do. And I hope you have a very happy, healthy Thanksgiving. So back to you, Michelle. Still going. I'm almost finished here. Great. Uh, I wish you had smell vision. I'm sure people say that all the time. It smells yep. so fresh and lovely. Almost done. A little bit more parsley. I love fresh juice. We have a place here called Nectar, and but it's like twelve dollars to get one. It's like it's so expensive. 
so expensive. It's so much better to do it at your at your own house. I just feel like, um, I mean, of course it's an option. You know, if you want to do this and you don't think that you can have the patience or the time to to buy everything and do it yourself, then it's fantastic that those are around there. Or maybe you're doing a three-day juice cleanse and you're out and about and you're like, I am so hungry. I didn't bring enough juice. Go to a juice place. But in reality, it's so much cheaper to make it on your own. Um, so I'll pour this here. It's beautiful. This recipe probably makes about 32 ounces. I'm a little bit short just to, you know, not be juicing all the time, but let's see. Delicious. A little hint of sweetness from the apples, but not so much that you're going to feel like flying off the ground. <laughs> I love green juice. I really do. And I sometimes buy the already made stuff at Trader Joe's because I just, I think, I don't know. There's it's, it's just, it feels so good when you drink green juice. I agree. And I think that um, if you've never tried it and three days seems too overwhelming, just try adding one in every morning, in addition to just having some some water in the morning and then maybe having a green juice along with some fresh fruit for breakfast or a green juice alone. And then maybe a couple hours later, some oatmeal, you'll feel so much better. I can say I live in the desert and I also worship the sun for many, many of my teenage years. Um, but when I'm juicing versus when I'm not juicing, I can see a difference in the condition of my skin. So I know that it does uh, per, for me personally, I can see a difference in my hydration, digestion feels like it's moving along better. And there's only positives, increased mental clarity, more energy, um, potentially some weight loss in there just because you're moving things through your body. I think there's only really great things to do uh, when it comes to juicing or really great results that come from juicing. Yeah. I, you know, I think it's great also for cravings. There's something about greens that just annihilate cravings. Yes, that's so true. I used to, when I was trying to lose weight um, from my second baby, I would get this intense uh, chocolate craving at around four o'clock because that was the habit that I had gotten into while I was pregnant. And I started having a green juice instead of that, even though I didn't want to have a green juice, I wanted to eat some chocolate. Um, it made a world of difference. And I was able to kick the habit rather quickly. And I think a lot of that has to do with the green juice. Yeah. Do you, did you have a chance to look at the bundle and tell, you know, because people don't realize it's a tremendous value. Uh, there's hundreds of eBooks courses, $50 for 3,500 have purchased separately. Did you have a chance to look at anybody else's offerings? Absolutely. I love being a part of these bundles because I feel like it's, it's very inspiring and it's like, yeah, you know, all these people in there are encouraging people to do better with their health. And there's so many great recipes. You know, I've been vegan for over 16 years now and you're not going to miss out on anything. I can tell you that. And um, the recipes in there are so wonderful. Some of my my favorite go-to people that I watch on YouTube or that I follow on Instagram are there. Um, Derek Simnet, uh, Lauren Toyota. I, I love, there's so many great recipes in there. And even if you, like I eat oil-free, I know you do as well. But even if there's somebody in there that might not completely line up with the way that you eat, it's so easy to just take the oil out, for example, and just tweak a recipe to make it work for you. It's a great way to get more staples um, and widen your horizon of what you eat on a weekly basis. Because sometimes, I don't know about you, I can get in a rut of eating the same thing over and over. And it's just really nice to see um, different people's take on, on things that you would maybe bypass in the supermarket. Also, I have been eating a lot more raw food than I used to. And there's a lot of raw food books in there that are really actually quite delicious. Um, so there's a lot to be had inside of there. And 
really for $50, I think that you get, and it really over delivers. You get so much more than what you would pay for maybe two people's eBooks. You get $3,500 worth of other eBooks. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because we say that, you know, that you can't get it after I think it's 1159 PM Pacific time on Monday, November 27th. And you wouldn't be surprised how many emails you get the next day. Is it too late? Yeah, they don't, they don't uh, make exceptions for that. You know, Lissa has 12 books in the bundle, including her brand new taco book and her rap book. So if you didn't get that book, you should get it. You mentioned you were vegan for 16 years in case people didn't see your last appearance on Chef AJ Live. Maybe you could tell your vegan story. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I um uh, I used to be a professional singer and dancer. That's what I did my entire life up until I had my first child six years ago. And um, I was in a show and as you're performing, you know, it's very demanding. You're think about like Las Vegas style shows. I did a lot of shows in Las Vegas, a lot of Broadway tours, um, cruise ships, whatever. I did it all. Um, you're performing probably at least 12 shows a week, sometimes more. And, you know, you get off stage and you have perfect posture, but then you're like, oh my God, my body is just dying because I'm so, you know, overly worked. And so I, I was looking for a way to feel better um, with recovery from, from working on stage. I also, just the nature of the, the business, you have to, you know, they weigh you, uh, you have to audition and you have to stay at that audition weight. And sometimes that can really be hard when you're on tour, for example, and you're the only spots available are Subway and McDonald's. Um, and so I, I was looking for a way to not have to keep thinking about food so obsessively all the time and be able to be at a weight that that worked for me to be on stage and a way for my muscles to recover better, um, avoid injury. And I uh, ran into two of our friends who were aerialists uh, from France and they were actually raw foodists and they introduced me to a vegan diet and eating a raw vegan diet actually. And they taught me about juice. It was one of the first things I started to add in when I was vegan. And I just um, learned from them a bit. And then I just went in hook, line and sinker. Everything about this made sense to me. The um, ethical reasons to be vegan, I was completely on board with. Um, the scientific background and, and understanding how what we put in our mouth has such a connection to how we feel, um, lifestyle diseases, all of these things. I was like, how could anybody not want to do this? The benefits are tremendous. And it was such a huge passion of mine that beyond uh, my performing career, I decided, you know what, I want to become a nutritionist. I want to help people do this because this has changed my life profoundly. My husband went vegan when I met him. He's from Poland. He the only vegetable he ate were pickles and tomatoes. The rest was meat. Um, and so I really think it can be life transforming. Uh, my kids have been raised vegan. They're really healthy. They rarely get sick. Um, it's only good and positive things. So that's my personal story. Um, I did it initially as a performer, and then it just carried over into a second passion of mine. Sometimes I think when you're super passionate about something, you can't see yourself doing anything else. And that was always me when it came to singing and dancing. And it's still definitely my first love. But coming in at a close second is nutrition. Sorry, so do you, do you still perform your passion of singing and dancing anywhere? I do on occasion. Since we moved to this area, it's tough because there's not a lot of places to perform. Um, I'd say I probably... I. I perform about five times a year. There are casinos here that have shows. So if there's any auditions, then I'll audition and I can be a part of a show here. 
and they're, the runs are not super long. Sometimes I'll do something with a local production company for like New Year's Eve um, or different industrial events, but it's very few and far between now. <laughs> do, do, are you ever, do you ever miss it? Cause I know like my first love is comedy and I kind of went in a different direction. And now that I'm in my sixties, I'm doing my best to try to get back to it. But like you in yeah. California, there's not the kind of opportunities to even perform like there was in Los Angeles. Oh yeah. I miss it all the time. I mean, we lived, our, we were based out of Las Vegas. So of course, when I, we were down there, I could perform all the time. I was in a ton of shows, but um, we made the decision to come up here uh, to the Reno, Lake Tahoe area because I, I, Las Vegas can be a little sketchy and I didn't really want to raise my kids there. No offense to anybody living in Las Vegas. Um, so that's why we kind of came here to live a, a more quiet life and, and give my kids opportunity to have a little bit more land to play on and, and, um, a little bit safer community. What, what of all the shows you've done, like, do you remember which one was your favorite or um, most memorable? Yes. My absolute favorite show that I've ever done is called Swing the Musical. Such an amazing show, beautiful music. Um, just if you can think about like the swing era type of stuff, that the dancing was so fun. And if I had the chance to do anything that I've ever performed in again, it would be that musical. Wow. Can, can I, I, I love musicals so much. Can you name just a few more that you were in? Because I find this yeah. so interesting. Absolutely. Um, I was with a show called Toxic Audio, which if you, um, I mean, most this is pretty obscure, but if you think about um, Voctive, if you've ever seen anything like that on YouTube, it's like an acapella group. It has a lot of elements of comedy in it um, and it's all acapella. That was another favorite one I've done. Um, I have done uh, Susical the Musical, actually. And what else have I done? Um, Legends in Concert in Vegas. I was in that for a while. And that was super fun. That's where they have like all the different impersonators. Um, gosh, everything's escaping me. 42nd Street I've done. Um, what else did I do on tour? Broadway. Crazy for you. Um, I don't know. There's so many. I can't think of them all. Uh, and then just a lot of like, production style shows things that I've done abroad like in China or in Thailand for like different stints which aren't really Broadway's even like Broadway musicals even though that's what my training is in just production shows wow that just sounds just amazing of is there any part you haven't played that you just like if, if I could wave a magic wand you would like I would be the lead in Les Mis or something like that Oh, I love Les Mis. Absolutely. I would love to be in Les Mis. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think if there's anything in particular. Um, I just really love any kind of jazzy or kind of really belty music. Um, if this isn't a, a musical per se, but I just got to see Scott Bradley's postmodern jukebox on tour. I would adore being in that show. It's right up my alley. That's so cool. Do you know what, if I could have played any part I don't know if you heard of this. You're so young, but do you remember Guys and Dolls? Yes. I would have done Adelaide. That that would have been my dream role. And I once came in like as runner up for, and it was like, just, oh, I lost it to somebody who was already, you know, on television, but I just would love to, to play Adelaide. It's a great role. And that's a great show too. I've been in Guys and Dolls before, just in the ensemble, but um, it's a great role. Really funny. Yeah. Do you still have to practice your singing and dancing, even though you're not working professionally most of the time right now? 
I do just because I love it so much. Um, my time is spread thin. However, I, I don't want to ever stop doing that uh, just because it brings me so much joy. I feel alive when I'm singing and dancing. So it's something that I, I never want to stop doing. You know, you mentioned where you live, there's not a lot of opportunities uh, for performing, but like, I live near Sacramento and there there are shows here. Like I just saw a Broadway show here called, uh, oh my God, Ain't Too Proud. It was like the life of the temptations. There was uh -huh. 2,200 people at this theater. And I mean, it was an amazing show, you know? So uh, do you ever still go to shows when you can? Oh, totally, totally. Um, I Did you see that at Music Circus? I saw it, it, it's, it's, it's a Sacramento... I think it was the Civic Performing. It was a big place I had never been, but the show was just so good, you know? I thought we were just going to go see a concert. It was a, like a show, like a real show. Yeah, I love what they're doing now. There's They're just transforming so many um, historically popular musicians and their life story into musicals, and I love that. One of my favorites in that kind of genre is Jersey Boys, and yeah. uh, that's another one that I would love to be in if possible. Um, great show. Again, you think you're just going to go hear some Frankie Valley songs, but the way that they develop the story and the characters is just like, wow, this is so awesome. This was this was a lot like Jersey Boys. I loved it. There's a question uh, from uh, Angela. What theaters on Broadway have you performed at? I've never been completely on Broadway. I've done Broadway tours where they do like national tours of Broadway shows under production companies that um, have the Broadway rights uh, to be able to produce those shows, but I've never actually been on Broadway. It was always my dream. It just never happened. That's not well, the way my- It's life. not too late. It's not too late. That's right. <laughs> hey, I have an idea. Let's write something vegan, the musical, and just- Yes. You know, <laughs> I love it. That would be so cool. Well, you've been on the show answering this, but you know, there's new audiences all the time and people yeah. love to know what people, especially people that are, you know, healthy looking like you eat in a day when you're not doing a three-day juice cleanse. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, on my YouTube channel, I have a ton of what I eat in a day, so you can totally look at that. But typically, um, I'd say as I've gotten older, I, I'm eating more raw foods. Um a little bit of an overshare here, but after my pregnancies, I had a prolapsed uterus, which was making it very difficult for me to poop, sorry, uh, for lack of a better word. Um, and so I had started to kind of be like, okay, well, what, what is triggering this uh, and what does not trigger it? Um, I did an extended water fast as well this summer, and that was extremely helpful to me. Um, and where I've kind of landed at a good balance where I feel like I can eat well. I, I do eat a lot of raw foods. I don't eat completely raw, but I eat a lot of raw foods. So typically I might just have a very large portion of whole fruit for uh, breakfast, like a, a watermelon if it was in season or cantaloupe or a ton of oranges or grapes. Um, when I say a ton, maybe it's anywhere between like, if we're talking oranges, six to eight oranges. Um, and then I'll have a lunch. I'll have a really big salad. Um, and then, uh, if I'm needing a snack or something, it is something like a green juice or maybe some more whole fruit. And then for dinner, it might be a baked sweet potato with some roasted vegetables or some French fries, oil-free French fries with another big salad, something along those lines. And then some nights, mostly recently, I've been have, making like a banana ice cream. So a couple of frozen bananas with a little bit of plant milk some dates blend that up and that's kind of like my sweet treat so right now this is what's working for me i think that with all these what i eat in a day videos that i produce everybody produces that 
you have to take it with a grain of salt. You need to maybe look at it from a recipe standpoint and say, oh, I want to try that. And that sounds good. But what works for me because of the prolapse may not work for you if you're more active and if you need more calories, all of the foods that we all promote um, and that science backs up um, fresh, whole, ripe fruits and vegetables, intact grains and starchy vegetables, beans and legumes, all of these are health promoting. Um, so take what you get from somebody's what I eat in a day type of uh, thoughts and, and take what's going to work for you. So hopefully that answered your question. <laughs> no, great. You know, I, I'm still, uh, people are, are, I've asked them in the chat what their favorite musical is. It's so fun to see all these ones, you know, Cats and Phantom and Les Mis and Mary mm -hmm. Poppins. But I, I was, I had no idea they weighed you at this job. Like, is that even legal constitutionally? I don't know if it's legal, but it still happens. I have to tell you, um, I've been put on weight restriction before. And I'd say more than anything, it just makes you feel stressed out. And then you retain weight even further. But what I, I don't understand, like, like, okay, let me just, I, I can understand, like, if you're a, a boxer, and it's mm -hmm. not fair, because, you know, boxing, they have to match the weights, right? It's totally not fair. If like some guy that's in a certain class, all of a sudden gains 20 pounds of muscle and is fighting a smaller guy. But I mean, as long as you fit into your costume and can do the job, like that, that's just crazy to me because people can retain water or glycogen. I mean, they're, they're, they're not measuring your fat. Like, I, I feel like that, that they could have, they, they have sounds unconstitutional. Yeah, it's definitely a, a mental playground of madness, but you do get five pounds typically of wiggle room and the. The excuse that is used, although because I've done this my whole life, I don't buy into the excuse that is used is we cannot alter your your costumes or we cannot take the time to alter your costume. So you better fit in your costume. But if I and again, personal experience, although I've been doing this for a really long time, so I'd say it's not just my experience, um, is that. If you start to look too chubby on stage, they're going to call you out. Um, and I, and I'm, like I said, I've had that happen, you know, in a showgirl type of, of uh, situation where you do have your stomach out and you're wearing like high cut rhinestone briefs and feathers and a bra. Um, you, yeah, you got to kind of look, you know, aspirational to the people who are watching. And it's a sad kind of ugly side of, of the industry. Um, but I feel like it's being brought to light a lot more nowadays. Like I see the shows that are on Broadway now and they are much more accepting of different shapes and sizes. Um, maybe not so much in Las Vegas. Las Vegas is pr pretty still like you must be slim and have giant boobs. <laughs> Just crazy. Did you find that a lot of the, the dancers smoked? Because that's one way to, you know. Yes, for sure. Uh, definitely. Um, I've worked with a lot of international casts. So for sure, most people from Europe definitely smoke. Um, also just lots of disordered eating and chaos around everybody uh, regarding food and what we put in our bodies. But again, I do feel like because there's just more information out there, people look at it at a more balanced place now, but um, you can feel the stressful energy when we would, you know, have to come to the dressing rooms and, and it was way in day. Everybody made sure they didn't drink water and, you know, they didn't eat yet and all of these, you know, silly things. I wonder if there'll ever be a class action lawsuit. I mean, I can understand like you can't, it, you know, if they hire you, you know, to gain a hundred pounds that if you're a certain role, of course, but if, as long as you fit into the costume, why do they care about little fluctuations like that? Yeah, I don't know. And, you know, there have been casts that I have been in 
where where that is the absolute like just fit into your costume if you can't fit into your costume anymore then we need to have a talk and you need to get on a, a plan here but um those are few and far between in my personal experience wow it just seems like like the hollywood or whatever you want to call it just creates eating disorders oh for sure absolutely 100 <laughs> percent. wow what if you had a pick what do you like better singing or dancing uh, singing. I really love singing. I love what you can create with your voice and all the different styles that you can do. Singing is absolutely my first passion. I remember singing uh, in the living room for my parents when I was five years old into a hairbrush and making everybody come to my show and and singing is 100% my first passion. Did you ever thought think about teaching it? Because you can do that. I talk about teaching it. I play piano, but not very well. And I think in order to to teach voice, um, it's good to have some accompaniment. Accompaniment, um, and it would be great if it's your own person. Otherwise, you got to hire out a, a piano uh, accompanist. And so, but I have I have taught um, some people and and just given them vocal technique. And um, I think it's that's another cool thing is like. Maybe if you have a, a raw talent and you and you have a voice, there are still certain things that you can do to change your vocal technique, uh, to to stretch your range, to sing different styles, to not abuse the vocal cords, to use the resonance in your head. There's, I mean, I could go on forever. I love this stuff. Yeah, Evelyn said, did you go to school like to learn song or dance or? Acting? I did. I did. Um, I went to. Uh, a university where I got a musical theater degree. So <laughs> in the real world, it was not very practical, but thankfully I was able to have this as my career for, for most of my um, younger life. And, and I did go, go to school for that. Wow. Were any of your roles, like, like when you are in a musical, like, are you in the chorus or did you have any speaking roles or acting roles in, yeah. in, in the plays as well? Yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of times um, I have been a lead when I was first starting out. I was in the ensemble a lot, um, but I think you can always learn. And um, it's true that there really are no small parts. If you go in and 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 do your part, there is there's something to be had, and and you can shine through. Um, when you see a really tight ensemble that's very clean with their dancing and the harmonies are beautiful as a group, it's fantastic. And then times when I'm a lead and I'm able to have a little bit more artistic freedom, that's always fun too. So all of it. Yeah. Wow. Well, it seems like you still have the fire in you and I'd love to I see do. you. I, I mean, God, there's gotta be a place you can live. That's not Vegas, but that it's still family friendly that you can still, you know, perform. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I really do miss it. There was a show here um, over the the spring into the summer that I was um, considering being an understudy for, but it just didn't work out. Um, but, you know, I'm a mom also, and, and I'm also work as a nutritionist. So I've got a lot of things going on, but yeah, if there was an opportunity to be back in a show, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Who are your top two favorite singers? One male, one female. It could be okay. living dead. I really like, let me think, this is, well, it's hard to say. I really like um, Ava Cassidy. Uh, her music is beautiful. She's kind of, she's deceased now, but uh, kind of folksy, jazzy music. Um, and I really like Alison Kral. Uh, no, excuse me, um, Alison Krauss and Diane Paul. Um, men, let's I see. love Diana Krall too. She's one of my favorite. She probably is my favorite female singer. Yeah, she's awesome, awesome. And I don't know if you've heard Alison Krauss, but she's just an amazing voice, beautiful voice. I'm gonna write um, it down because I, I I actually saw Diana Krall in concert. I didn't know she was married to Elvis Costello. 
How, yeah. how does she spell her last name, Allison, with a K or a C? I mean, uh, Allison Cross. Allison Krause, K-R-A-U-S-S-E, I think. I think. I will look her Men. up so we get on. I'm trying to think. There's so many good singers out there to put me on the spot like this. I'm not sure. Um, I love I love classics. I love Dean Martin. He's a Frank Sinatra, of course. Um, there's so many. Uh, I don't know. I really love kind of older style music. Personally. Me too. That me too. Well, my favorite male singer you may or may not have heard of. He's actually from the Sacramento area. If you haven't, please ask Alexa to play him. His name is Gregory Porter and I'm obsessed with him. That's all I listen to. And he just doesn't appear up here. And mostly it's in Germany and in England. And he is my favorite ever since Tony Bennett died, especially he's smooth. I'll listen. Check I'll, him I'll out. Look, look him up. Yeah. He's awesome. really interesting because he wears this hat that goes around his chin when he performs. He's just adorable. He's, he's sang, he sang for the queen. So that is Ooh. just, I'm going to check out your singer. You check out my singer. Dixie yeah. says, if I already follow Chef AJ's way of eating, what would the benefit be of doing a juice fast and how often should they be done? Great question, Dixie. Thank you. And Yeah, that is a great, great question. Um, by all means, it's not necessary, um, but I think it's great for just a little bit of a reset. Like I said, I don't know if you were, you were tuned in at the beginning, um, but a little reset at the beginning, um, mentally, it's fantastic. It will do a few things. You will be able to know right away, oh my goodness, this triggering time of the day where I would typically want something that's maybe off Chef AJ's plan. Um, what what's really going on underneath that feeling? Could it be that I'm bored? Could it be that I feel lonely or discouraged about something? Could it be that it has become this weird habit? So it can just really tune you in to what's actually going on. And I think, um, like I said before, a lot of times we reach for food to to cover up feelings. And, and in this situation, you don't have that option. You're just having uh, juice. So it's a great little reset. Um, and seasonally is a fantastic time to do something like this. So when the seasons change, it helps with immunity and we'll just give you a little bit of a break and a reset and, um, maybe a little bit more mental clarity and direction on, on how you want to proceed with, um, you know, your, your nutrition. Uh, people are asking you to sing, but, and it's not that there could be a copyright strike, but sometimes when people like we've had Billy Grislak perform, when people do music on zoom, it often mutes it. That's my concern. So yeah. is there a way for people to hear you somewhere? Yeah, there actually is. Um, you can, you can look at my demo. Um, it's on Vimeo. If you just put Michelle Spachina, which is my full name, which is very hard to spell. Um, uh, on Vimeo, it's there, and and you can see my demo. I can send Chef AJ a link after we finish up. And yeah, you can that that would be great because I would love yeah. to see you. And and Randy says, do any of your children sing or dance? Did the talent get yeah. inherited? They do. Um, okay, so a little bit of background. My my husband is a professional ballet dancer, um, and he teaches now. However, uh, you know, we always said to our kids, if you want to do it, awesome, and if you don't want to, you don't have to. Uh, because I know how hard this life can be, um, especially monetarily. But my son is very musical. He will just play on the piano and he always resolves, you know, whatever little melody he's playing, he's very musical. His point is made of his foot is made for dancing. And so if he wants to do it, man, he'd be amazing. But I'm definitely not yeah. going to push that. Right. <laughs> I'm curious, do they weigh the men as well as the women? Or is this just a female thing? Yep, it's everybody. That is just something. Uh, how old are your children? 
my children, my son is six and my daughter is three. So at three, she's just running around like a crazy little toddler. So she's wow. not into it yet. <laughs> That's amazing that at six, you're spotting the, the talent in him. So do you exercise formally every day or do you just kind of like dance around your kitchen while you're making your juice? <laughs> we do have a lot of dance parties in our house. I will say that for sure. Um, but I do exercise every single day, not maybe like six days a week. I'll either do Pilates because, um, while I was performing professionally, I would also teach Pilates to, to make sure I could make enough money to survive. Um, so I do Pilates a lot. I walk and hike, um, cause we're in some pretty mountainous areas and yoga. Those are my, my kind of favorite go-tos. I go through bouts of weight training, but it's, I don't really like it that much. So I always come back to those. join the club. I, there's, I cannot. I just hate lifting anything except for my dog, Bailey. It's so boring and it hurts. And I just, I know it's important, but I'm like you. I like the Pilates and the yoga and the singing and the dancing. Yeah, and I don't mind, I don't mind. Muscle density with, with those things too. You're, you are lifting your body weight and little like lighter weights and, and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I need to get a best. Well, you, you are just, um, you're just delightful. And I'm, I, it, I can never say your last name, let alone spell it. But once you get that link to me, I'll put it in the show notes and I would love <laughs> hear your your voice you know you, I'm just it seems like you could, there's so many roles like when I look at you I'm not not a casting director but like have you ever wanted to be Belle oh yeah of course that's a I mean, great I think you could be Belle I mean that I love that show so much I mean my sister she's also a performer and she was Belle and so she was the perfect Belle <laughs> wow where does she live she lives in Los Angeles she's is still she pursuing vegan? performing yeah it's fantastic is she vegan um, she is kind of vegan, vegan-ish, I guess. She eats mostly a vegan diet, but then every once in a while she'll have fish. So I guess she'd say, well, she's not whole food plant-based either. Kind of vegan. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, what are your children's favorite meals that you make them and your husband's now that um, they're all vegan? Because kielbasa is a traditional Polish dish. Can you make that vegan for him? I'm sure there would be a way to make it whole food plant-based, but I've yet to do that. So if he wants to have something like that, he will have like a processed uh, like vegan um, sausage. Uh, typically his go-tos are this dish called Bigos, which is um, like a hunter stew. It has sauerkraut in it, lots of mushrooms, lots of different um, seasoning. Uh, that's actually what we're gonna make for Thanksgiving this year. Um, oh, what, so what, what, what's gonna be your main course and what are you gonna be your sides? Yeah, so my, um, we're gonna have it at my dad's house, which is actually where I am right now. He is not vegan. However, the, he's had bouts of veganism to heal colon cancer and he completely healed, side note. Um, but for Thanksgiving, he's gonna have a traditional Thanksgiving uh, turkey and all of that, but we're gonna do mashed potatoes and gravy, a mushroom gravy that's in my cookbook, Eating Whole. And then Chris is gonna make the bigos uh, for his dish. My kids really like, um, I can get them to eat a lot of vegetables if it's in soup form. So I might make a soup for them, like a, a vegetable-based soup. And they'll eat that and um, kind of just a mishmash, definitely a big side salad, maybe some roasted Brussels sprouts. But again, it's like, I think sometimes we all on Thanksgiving can get really, really crazy with the food and think we have to make mountains of food. But in actuality, there's two children and one, two, three, four adults. Like, okay, there's not that many people. So probably that's going to be plenty for us. Nobody's talked about desserts, but I know my kids like to make cookies with me. So I might make some healthy-ish cookie for them to have as a dessert. Do you, do you give them sugar? Not a judgment, just curious. Or do you, how'd you handle Halloween? 
Uh, well, we don't celebrate Halloween, so that is taken care of, which is great. Um, typically, no, I don't give them sugar. Uh, every once in a while, if they are going to have um, something sweet or if there's a birthday party or something, like if they're going to somebody else's birthday party, I will make them healthier versions of like a cupcake or something so they don't feel left out or, you know, it's birthdays. It's um, maybe they they just tried bubble gum for the first time about a month ago and their mind was blown. You could oh. see that addiction starting like right away so funny. Um, and they keep asking about it. But no, typically it's fruit. It's um, those bars you posted on Instagram like a couple weeks ago, those that's it bars that you were handing out for Halloween. Good. Yeah. yeah, my kids eat those. Um, the mango dehydrated fruit bars from Trader Joe's, freeze dried um, strawberries they really like. And I just try to keep it as close to whole food plant based with them as possible. Obviously, when they get older, maybe they won't choose to be vegan or, or choose to eat healthy. But if I can give them a, a great nutritional start, I'm the mama and that's what I'm going to do right now. <laughs> that's right. You know, I Googled vegan kielbasa and some recipes came up made out of like uh, pinto beans, actually. Oh, very nice. I knew you were going to do that because last time I think we were talking about pierogi and you said um, that a chef that you knew, you asked him and he said to use tahini for it uh, to keep it together rather than like a birth balance or something like that. So very cool. I'll have to look into that too. Right. Well, thank you so much. It's so fun seeing you again. And you know, you're only you. a couple hours away. We've got a great meetup coming up and kids are welcome and going to have a band on the Sunday after Thanksgiving. I hear awesome. it's not too far. Maybe it's two hours. Maybe that is too far. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's about two hours. Yeah. I'll check it out. I'll look, I'll look at it. It's right. on the meetup, right? And maybe, maybe show people your juice once more and tell them again about your bundle offering. I've been posting the link the whole show so they can get it from you and you'll get the credit if they'd like to get it before it expires. Cool. Yeah. So if you use that link or you're going to use it, I truly appreciate it. Um, yeah, this is the juice glow up. It's in the three day juice cleanse um, program that I have within the bundle. And literally, if you've not purchased this bundle in the past, or even if you have purchased it in the past, I think there's about 30, maybe more new offerings this time around. It's fantastic to have in your arsenal because I think one of the things that gets us off track is feeling like you're stuck in a food rut and you don't know what to make. And so you might as well just go have some French fries. And then I already had French fries, so I might as well have a Coke and it just slides down that slippery slope. So keep yourself motivated um, with new recipes and, and just a fantastic way to do it. Anything. Well, I was going to let you go, but Annette posted a question. So your dad completely healed his colon cancer. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? And it, why doesn't he stay doing what healed it? I mean, doesn't he know that he like, can cause it again? It doesn't mean. Oh, I know. It's like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. All I can do as his daughter, my mom passed away last year. And so as his daughter, we're neighbors. Um, I try to make him healthy food at least two or three times a week, I invite him over for dinner. So at least he's getting that, but he doesn't like to cook and he just wants to go out to eat. So, you know, the only thing that we have control over is what we put in our own mouths. We can't right. force anyone to do it, but when he eats my food, he likes the food. And um, thankfully he, he likes to do intermittent fasting, which at least gives his body a little bit more time to digest that crap that he's eating. Oh my God. I just, I know. anyway, well, Oh, well, well, never give up your passion. That's all I have yes. to say for everybody, yes. not just you, you know? Yes, absolutely. You don't well, want to be for having me. Yeah, oh, it's a pleasure. And if, if you're going to be in my bundle next year, you can come back too. Yeah. Awesome. I'd yeah. love don't, to. Don't forget the link so we can hear you sing. 
Okay, yes, I'll send that to you as soon as we hop off. Maybe you can sing a song about veganism someday, write one. Yes, I or love juicing it. or something like yeah. that. You're, you're <laughs> delightful. Thank you so much, Michelle. It was great seeing you again. You too. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thanks for watching. Get the bundle, everyone, and come back at 2 p.m. Pacific time where we're going to make vegan chickpea tikka masala and pumpkin black bean soup and spaghetti sauce with a blazing sauce. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.